1: Now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda. Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode... The Phantom! Baxter? Baxter, where is she?
0: Oh, for peace' sake, Editor Pearlie. I am the sole sunning redhead in a sea of walking ulcers with bad moustaches. Why is it exactly that you can ever seem to locate me without rattling the windows?
1: In my office, if you please, Your Ladyship.
0: Oh, brother. What's in your bonnet this morning, Tim? I was about to ask you the very same thing. You've been talking to Connors. Who says I have? His pipe tobacco. Smells like a Turkish bazaar had an accident. All right, so I've been talking to Connors. And Connors goes on my list. And what list is that? My list of reporters who get to cover flower shows for the foreseeable future because they second-guessed their assignment and ran straight to Daddy to Wine. Connors happens to have a
1: couple of salient points in all that whining.
0: He's on the crime beat. He has some objection to covering crime.
1: He's concerned that you're fixating on the negative.
0: We're an investigative paper. I'm fixating on the news.
1: This, this is the news that sells papers, Baxter.
0: Oh, for the love of Aunt Mary. You want to look at the byline on that story, Chief? That was yours truly, repackaging Friday's news for fourth straight day.
1: You don't think our boy's liberating DF at last is a big
0: story, Baxter? I think it was a big story on Friday, Editor Pearly. And even then, it was only a story because we really wanted it to be a story. Now it's Tuesday, and I'm running out of ways to say the exact same thing. Two years ago,
1: our troops were sent into a massacre on that very spot.
0: And this time, the Germans ran away when they saw them coming, which is proof positive that if you want something done right, bring the entire Allied Expeditionary Force with you to do it.
1: This was all Canadian Second Infantry. I've
0: been writing this story for four days. How could I possibly not know that? Look, Chief, I know we all feel pretty good about this one, but the war marches on. Brussels has been liberated, and Lyon, plenty of good news in the rah-rah bucket.
1: Baxter, before the Daily Chronicle had a few months of good rah-rah stories to play with, there were several years of Nazis goose-stepping all over the map to report. And a worldwide depression for nearly a decade before that! If I ask you loudly enough, do you think that you could, ever so briefly...
0: Cheer the heck up! Is this you or your new office boy, Connors, talking?
1: Leave Connors out of this.
0: Can't do it, Mr. Parley. I let him get away without appropriate punishment, and you'll have the whole staff in here every time they have a hangnail. And you'll have to listen to them. And what's that going to do to your blood pressure? I concede the point. My argument stands. What argument was that exactly? Why do you have to obsess over crime statistics? Because they're crime statistics. And it isn't just statistics. Small outfits getting way too organized. Or working together when they've been quietly trying to kill each other for years. Stool pigeons and informants going missing or climbing up. There's more going on and less being said about it than there has been in years. What are you saying? There's a new organization running the show, and they're getting stronger all the time.
1: Crime has a new boss?
0: Crime does, in fact, have a new boss.
1: Nobody wants to hear it, Baxter. That doesn't make it less true. Our boys are on the march in Europe. And the Chronicle is going to march right along with them. To sell papers. Don't right to sell papers. That is exactly what we do around here.
0: We won't win the war any faster if we lose the peace, Mr. Pearlie.
1: That's a nifty phrase. You might want to trademark that.
0: Thanks, I might. What's the trouble here? We've never had any problem before dressing up criminals as traitors. Out to steal the future our boys are fighting for out from under them. A little of that patented, pearly, righteous indignation on the editorial page.
1: Don't try to butter me up. I have four daughters, and they're all better at it than you are. Look, Baxter, maybe... maybe you're onto something. But right now, you've got nothing to print. You don't have a crime boss. You have a... a phantom. This war isn't nearly over yet. And folks who think Hitler's going to roll over have more faith in the kindly disposition of the hand of fate than I. There'll be a lot more bad news before I get to print the headline I've been saving since September 1939. You find your phantom, and I'll unpack my furious adjectives. But until then, make with the Rara, and I mean yesterday!
2: Bert Mendel. Holy cats! You nearly gave me a heart attack. You sent for me, Bert. I assumed you'd be prepared for the possibility that I'd come. Do you even have to loom in the shadows anymore?
3: Didn't the mayor make you a special deputy or something?
2: He offered in a public speech. I declined rather more quietly. You could still walk in the front door of the morgue if you wanted. Save me a few more gray hairs. I could, but we both know that I won't. What do you need? All business. You never want to chat, Bert. You were always one of my most nervous agents. Yeah... There's a designation I'm
3: delighted with on all counts. Why should today be any different? Maybe because of this.
2: Do you know him? Lloyd Rowley. A supposed low-level criminal. He was one of my agents. What happened to him? Strangled. Probably a garrote. But that wasn't the
3: worst thing that happened to him all day. He was worked over first. Bad. He was tortured? By someone who knew what they were doing. I didn't know that you and Rowley had worked together. I don't work the field, except that one time, and that was years ago. Then what made you think to call me? 868. I beg your pardon? Was that his agent number, 868? How the devil did you know that? It's here, on the palm of his hand. Looks like it was burned in. Great. Godfrey. It Almost looked like a tattoo at first, but if you look closely, you can see the damage to the surrounding tissue not as extensive as it would have been if Raleigh had been alive when this was done. You seem awful quiet.
2: I'm running through a mental checklist of everything that Raleigh knew about the network. If he gave his number, we have to assume he gave everything. Do you really have 868 agents? Of course not. First of all, we don't reuse numbers. And some have died. Or retired or gone off to war. Also, they haven't been purely chronological in years. Why are you asking me this? I don't know. I just wondered. Who is Agent 822? Why do you want to know?
3: Because he's under this sheet. He looks like a pretty rough type. My guess is he was an underworld spy, too. But that's just a guess. No evidence of physical torture? No. They must have got him to talk some other way. How do you know he talked? His number. It was written on a sheet of paper and crammed into the dead man's mouth. Closest thing to an ID on him. Did he have a name? Robert Taft. Massive heart attack. Looked natural. It was the paper that got my attention. I did some tests. There was something in his bloodstream. I, I don't know what. It didn't belong. almost certainly killed him, but may have done more first. Blood and tissue samples for you here. Thank you. I'm sorry, Robert. Anyone who can step in an idea He's looking at a pauper's burial. I'll make a few calls. Nothing too elaborate. They may be watching. I'm
2: sure they are. You're going to spend some time in a safe house, Bert. No, I'm not. I don't know anything. These two didn't know much. It didn't save them. Somebody is weeding out informants. More to the point, someone is throwing down the gauntlet, which means they are more established than we thought. This was good work, Bert. I didn't say that I was done, though
3: this one is more of a long shot. You don't happen to know this one, do you?
2: Joseph Driscoll, Agent 96. He was our primary contact in the underworld for years, after Gregor Sampson died. More of a deep cover operative than an informant. He was mostly retired. He was Rowley and Taft's contact man. Dear Lord, he could have exposed dozens of others. I don't think so.
3: There was no number on him. How can we be certain he didn't talk? We can be sure of this much Driscoll had other injuries, but that isn't what killed him. He choked on his own tongue, which he had bitten off. My God. I can't believe I'm asking this, but, uh, are you okay? Someone is going to pay for this, Joseph. The Red Panda swears it!
0: Holy cats, so what do we do?
2: I have the network on high alert. I'm shutting down most of the 800 series.
0: (laughs) That's a dozen deep-cover guys. A pretty big chunk out of our eyes and ears in the underworld.
2: They're exposed, Kit. Most of them had some contact with Raleigh or Taft. We need to wrap them up and move them. Safe houses first, then out of the city when the heat is off.
0: Some tough customers in there. They won't like cutting and running. They'd like dying even less. No two ways about it, Gus. This just made a tough job tougher. How are we supposed to find our phantom crime boss if there's nobody to return our calls?
2: The network isn't what it used to be, Kit. Many of them would barely have been called informants a few years ago, much less agents. Those men went anywhere. Did anything. Held
0: high the lamp of justice when darkness falls?
2: Something like that.
0: You're missing Parker's Rangers.
2: And the dozens more that never made it that far. The recruiting office took most of our best and brightest, and we adjusted. We'll figure it out.
0: Well, the Chronicle may help us out, but it'll take a back seat to war coverage. That much has been made very clear to me.
2: You and me against the world?
0: Be careful what you wish for, Kid Baxter, because it came through in style. So what happens now?
2: We go back to what we know. We study the files, the maps, and hope that something breaks. That we can find the pattern we need to establish the identity of this phantom of yours.
0: Hang on just a tick. What is it? Do you think there's a chance that we have become just a touch domesticated?
2: From the moment I laid eyes on you.
0: Mm, you tell real pretty lies, but let me finish this thought first.
2: I can do that.
0: I note, with some dismay, that the trouble that we're having is the same trouble that the cops would have.
2: Ouch. Explain.
0: We're looking for proof and patterns and evidence admissible in court and something to print in the paper. Yes? Once upon a time, we would have just repeatedly punched somebody in the face until they told us what we wanted to know and moved on to the next one.
2: It has a certain savage charm, but we can't just start with random citizens. Even random
0: criminals. I put it to you that perhaps there are no random criminals... We've been trying to head off this new crime boss before he gets the whole city lined up behind him. Of course. But now he is organized enough that he feels comfortable taunting the local superhero with the dead bodies of his allies.
2: So he's already the boss of
0: bosses. Which means all roads now officially lead to Rome. And every face punched brings us one step closer.
2: Putting his men in the hospital doesn't feel like much. Not after he put ours in the morgue.
0: Let's jump off that bridge when we come to it. Meantime, we activate all of the runners and spotters and get them watching for signs of shops getting the shakedown.
2: Can't run the city without protection rackets, can you?
0: No, you can't. And we've always enjoyed wailing on hired goons. Who says romance is dead? Did I just turn beating up bad guys into a cunning plan?
2: True or false, that's been your cunning plan since you put that costume on. Quiet, you. Let's
0: go break some noses.
2: You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Boss, you in? Trigger, what are you doing here?
4: I thought you were meeting with those two idiots that run the North End route.
5: Yeah, I met with them all right. And? There ain't no more protection on the North End. What do you mean? I mean Lewis and Elmore have tendered their resignations.
4: Tendered their resignations? What do you think this is?
5: It isn't personal, they said, Mr. Wolf. It's just business. They can't fulfill their obligations no more.
4: Why not?
5: Cause they ain't got no more guys to work the racket. You wanna shake down every business on every street for tribute? It takes a lot of guys. And they gotta be a particular sort of guy. If you don't mean to start cutting on people or waving a gun around that you don't mean to fire. So what? So they can't keep a staff on. A staff? What's wrong with you, Trigger? It ain't what's wrong with me, boss. It's what's wrong with the world. In the old days, you could have your pick of guys for the rackets. Guys who maybe they wasn't bad by nature, but they were plenty desperate. And that was even better. Take a bunch of guys with no place else to turn and start them at the bottom. Turn them bad as they dig themselves in. Always two more ready to take their place if they got pinched or started thinking for themselves. It was a beautiful thing. This is your problem? The manpower shortage? There's jobs now, boss. There ain't no more breadlines to pull soldiers from, and those you can get, you need to pay better than you used to. It runs into margins. Margins!
4: Staff! Resignation! What do you think we're running around here? Your name is Trigger, for Pete's sake. Don't get sore at me, boss. Lewis and
5: Elmore, they say they're very sorry, but they don't have the men to get the job done.
4: They had plenty of gorillas last time I checked.
5: Yeah, but that was before the masks started taking this personal. The Red Panda? That's right. He and his girlfriend, they've been hitting the protection rings hard, not just on North End either. And they're not waiting for the law or sending our guys to the lockup or nothing. Just hit them hard, hit them fast, and go on to the next one. And
4: the gorillas are afraid. The gorillas
5: are in the hospital mostly. They couldn't work if they wanted to. And there ain't nobody to take their place. Lewis and Elmore, they're out. Did you shoot them? Shoot them? Nobody said nothing about shoot them.
4: You said talk to them. Since when does talking to someone mean letting them say no? Crime wins because we're the hardest around. When we go soft and stupid, we got nothing. And the chumps in the street got no reason to fear us. They got no reason to fear us now. The
5: crowded around watching our guys get their heads kicked in by a little girl in a squirrel
4: suit. How does killing Lewis and Elmore get us that back? It means the next ones will think twice before they quit. The next ones will get the job done. What
5: next ones, boss? The protection rackets are shallow end of the talent pool. Always have been. Besides, when they took off, Lewis and Elmore
4: were doing what was right by you. How do you figure that? They walked off without getting my money. You know what happens if I don't meet my targets, Trig. To me and to you? The saps out there may have gone soft, but the big bosses are harder than ever. They'll kill us, Trig, and don't think they won't. The Red Panda
5: ain't just taking guys off the board, boss. He's taking their minds, too. Taking everything they know about the organization. Ah, good luck with that. Those idiots don't know a thing. They know Lewis and Elmore. And Lewis and Elmore know me, and I know you, and you know somebody else. You saying you'd sell me out, Trigger? It ain't. It ain't like that with the Panda, boss. You ain't got a choice. And this is going on all over the city. Sooner or later, he's gonna find out what he needs to know. There ain't no
4: sense in fighting it. What are you talking like that for, Trigger? You ain't yourself. Boss, it ain't... It ain't like that. I... I couldn't fight it. Trig, what is it? (laughs) Ah. So that's it. I couldn't fight it, boss. Too... Strong. Nobody sells out the wolf. (laughs) You think that's funny? Come out and face me. You see what you did? You killed Trigger when you sent him in here after me.
2: Yes. And he killed himself when he sold his soul for a life of violence and crime with scum like you. But mostly you killed him, Mr. Wolf. And I'll see you burn for it. But not until you have given me everything I need to know. You won't take me, you hear? You
4: won't take me!
2: (laughs) You could have slowed me down, Wolf. If you'd had the nerve to save one of those bullets for your own brain, it might have taken me another day or two to reach the next step.
4: No! No, stay back! I can't, you understand? They'll kill me.
2: They'll kill me! They can have what's left. <coughs> your secrets are mine, Wolf. My mind is in your mind. No! My will is your will. Ah,
6: uh, yes.
2: And however many more steps there are between me and this phantom that would rule my city, all will fall before the Red Panda. I obey. All clear? I guess so. What does that mean?
0: It means I don't see anybody, and if I don't see them, then they ain't here. But that ain't the same thing as all clear. What's wrong? Who says anything is wrong?
2: You say ain't more when you're angry or upset. Or when we're walking into a trap. You're only saying that because it's true. You knew? A network this extensive should have had at least a dozen more layers before we reached the top. Suddenly, all roads led to Rome? Unlikely.
0: So is a crime syndicate with a secret headquarters in a silo on the waterfront.
2: Yes, but we've seen stranger than that.
0: Wait. You were using hypnosis. How did they all lie to you?
2: They didn't. Our enemy, whomever this phantom organizer may prove to be, took note of our unsubtle approach through his ranks and planted a layer of dupes in our path, so that whichever route we took... We would run into someone who honestly believed that this was the apex of the organization.
0: That's a lot of guys. Ain't a small undertaking.
2: No, it ain't.
0: Don't try to get my motor running with a rough talk. We don't have the time.
2: You're in a hurry to get in there?
0: What if just once we didn't walk into the death trap? What about that?
2: I have two problems with that.
0: We have no other clues? We
2: have, in fact, got no other clues. Our rival did their job so completely that every path we had built up leading us to him dead-ended. We could start over, but we're clearly dealing with a cunning tactician and a brilliant organizer. What's to stop him from doing it again?
0: And what else is he up to while we're wasting our time?
2: It's an interesting point.
0: All right. I don't much like it, but we'd better... Wait. What is it? Uh, two problems. Two problems. Yes. No, you. You said you had two problems. With us, just as one's not walking into the trap. Oh yes. And problem number two is
2: It's been working so far?
0: It kind of has, hasn't it?
2: You're beautiful, do you know that? It's the moonlight. It's every light.
0: Death trap first, play later.
2: I like all of those words. I suppose we're meant to take this
0: hatch. <sighs> I don't like the look of that ladder.
2: Hmm. Long climb down, boxed in like that. Bad spot to be surprised.
0: And any of the rungs could be rigged to blow.
2: The way is clear on infrared. Should we just drop?
0: <laughs> Seven stories down a dark shaft.
2: Control descent with the static shoes, strong
0: repel just before landing. We've done worse. As long as you don't land on my head, we should be fine.
2: Well, my solution to that
0: is to go first! Hey, sneaky Pete, wait for me! Where are you? Here. I can't see. The goggles.
2: Yes. Something's interfering with night vision. I can compensate. Come here.
0: Okay. That's lousy, but better. What's going on?
2: Well, I don't think the ladder was the trap.
6: Right you are, red panda. Ah, biscuits. Arrogant as always. You assumed you could get out of any trap. I'm sorry, have we met? Met? How could you possibly get this close and not know me? Have the years really been that unkind? I never forget a face, but a disembodied voice I'm less good with. Our experiences face to face have not been such that I am keen to repeat them.
2: I get that a lot.
6: Your little pet is very quiet. Can it be that you are providing the distraction while she searches in the darkness for an exit? Leave! Why, we just got here! Uh, the bravado! It has never fooled me before. Why would I start now? Are you enjoying the darkness? You have used it to frighten others for so many years. How does it feel to be alone in the dark and afraid?
2: I wouldn't know.
6: (laughs) Don't you wonder how I disabled your night vision?
2: I'll figure it out later when I pull this place apart, after I've handed you over to the law.
6: (laughs) There is no law left that can hold me, Master Man. I am beyond the petty concerns of mere mortals. Why? What are you, then? Can't you
0: guess? (laughs) One door bolted and chained, two o'clock. Don't get any closer or the charge will kill you when it blows.
2: We aren't leaving just yet, not without our
6: friend.
0: You don't imagine that I'm really here in person, do you? Don't you
6: think I've learned my lesson? You didn't prepare all of this to hide in the shadows.
2: You brought us here for a show, for the big reveal. Get on with it. If I know you, it means I've beaten you, and that means I can beat you again.
6: Who are you? If you will direct your attention to the catwalk high above. One moment while I cast a little light on the subject.
0: Voila! Holy moly. The place is lousy with gunzels! Those
2: aren't just gunmen, Squirrel. Those are every major crime boss left in the city. The heads of all the families, the tongs, every top gangland operator you can name.
0: I was looking more at the Tommy guns in their hands.
2: Who could possibly assemble such an army of crime?
0: Who
6: indeed, Red Panda? The city was mine once, and I always said it would be mine again. This is bad. Get ready to blow the door. Know before you face my wrath that you perish at the hand of the greatest criminal mastermind of all. KNOW THAT YOU MET YOUR DOOM AT THE HAND OF THE GOLDEN CLAW! WHAT? NOW! KILL THEM! KILL THEM!
2: <laughs> <laughs> well...
0: That went less than well.
2: Which part? The death trap itself or our failure to capture even one of the criminals who came to kill us?
0: Yeah, about that. When we doubled back, I threw every gas grenade I had and a couple of yours. We knocked out exactly nobody. We didn't even slow them down.
2: We're immune. Perhaps they've cracked the secret. Nobody
0: else ever has.
2: They devised a method to interfere with our night vision. No one has ever done that before either.
0: Good thing it didn't work as well as they thought it did. Yes. Those were familiar faces on that catwalk. At least we know who we're up against.
2: Yes. We've narrowed the organization down to everyone. Except the identity of the Phantom.
0: You're not buying the Golden Claw, angle?
2: The Golden Claw is dead. Both of them. Dead.
0: So are you,
2: remember? Kid.
0: I'm just saying. She sure seemed to know us. And I can't think of anyone else who ever managed to rule the whole underworld like this.
2: We'll look into it. I promise.
0: One thing's for sure, Gus. This is Big. Bigger than we could have guessed. I don't think we've seen the last of this phantom.
2: And they haven't seen the last of us, Squirrel. The Red Panda swears it.
1: And so concludes another adventure of The Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him, These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to
2: adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 97, The Phantom, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Stephen Burley, Michael Booth, Christopher Mott, Ryan Cerro, Andrea Lyons, Clarissa DeNederlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night.
6: This is Jack Ward, and from every one of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice, and we'll always be here for you daily
3: at Mutual.